Well, it's it's Thursday, and somehow the day just gets worse. But I don't know why you're going to work today. Okay, there are three very important holidays today, okay? Alright, happy National Mac and Cheese Day. That's the good of the three. Because, you know, who doesn't like a good bit of mac and cheese? The other two I'm not so fond about. Uh, it is also National Nude Day, so, uh, of course, think of that how you will. And, uh, this last one, I, why do we need a day like this? I'm really a bit confused. I really want to know why this was established. But it is also International Non-Binary People's Day. Why? Why, why do we, why do we need days to celebrate things like this? Uh, I don't see the point in a National Mac and Cheese Day either. Believe me, I like mac and cheese a lot. I really do, but I don't see why we need a day to celebrate it. But of course, you know, I'm of course, why am I even doing this program right now? It's three very important days. Why is Kamala speaking right now? Together, we are expanding access to transportation. Seems like maybe it's a small issue, it's a big issue. You need to get to go, and need to be able to get where you need to go to do the work, and get home. <laughs> oh, it's Thursday, ladies and gentlemen. It's Thursday. And man, I hear the Grand Canyon above it, you know, taking some nice beautiful pictures of it. Looks absolutely beautiful. I hear you can skydive into it now, but with no parachute. Crazy, right? It's like they got water at the bottom apparently now. So all you gotta do is land in it. It's really deep. It's about one inch. It's really nice. Looks real nice from uh from three thousand feet up. And gets really big whenever you he you, you jump out of the plane. Looks great. <sighs> well, if you are, of course, new to the Political Panda program, please do consider subscribing to the program, comment down below, and follow me on either Truth or Twitter. It's always good, and you will always be able to hear about different things going on, or when the episode goes out. If you don't, if you aren't already subscribed, you'll be able to hear it directly from my account. Uh... It's it's a great day. We actually are going to start off with, with some very transphobic senators. Very transphobic. Uh, so, we're, we're going to start off. This clip I was actually going to show yesterday, and then I got through the entire show. And I started looking at the, uh, the docket from yesterday, and I go, oh shit, I didn't talk about that. Well, too late now. I'm not going to add on to this. This is already over an hour yesterday. I I was already like, you know what? It's fine. There's still tomorrow. And here we are. Actually, we got multiple woman stuff today. I, I was just kidding. So, start starting here today. So, there was a hearing that happened, what, two days ago now? And, man, pe people people are very, very good. Very, very good. Uh, but let's hear what this fine young professor has to say. I'm sure there'll be nothing wrong with her question or with her answer. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Thanks to all of the witnesses for being here. Uh, before, uh, I, I want to visit with you, Ms. Metzke, but before I do, I just want to clear one thing up. Professor Bridges, you said several times, you've used a phrase, I want to make sure I understand what you mean by it. You've referred to people with a capacity for pregnancy. It, would that be women? 
many women, cis women, have the capacity for pregnancy. Many cis women do not have the capacity for pregnancy. Um, there are also trans men who are capable of pregnancy, as well as non-binary people who are capable of pregnancy. So this isn't really a women's rights issue. It's a, We it's, can it's recognize a that this impacts women while also recognizing that it impacts other groups. Those things are not mutually exclusive, Senator Hawley. Oh, so your view is, is that the core of this, this right then is about what? So um, I want to recognize that your line of questioning um, is transphobic, <laughs> um, yeah, and you it tell opens them. up trans people to violence by not mm -hmm. recognizing that. Wow, you're saying that I'm opening up people to violence by asking whether or not women are the folks who can have pregnancies? So I'm one, I want to note that one out of five transgender uh, persons have attempted suicide. So I think it's important because of my us, line of questioning. Because so we can't talk about it. Because denying that trans people exist and pretending not to know that they exist. I'm is denying dangerous. that trans people exist by asking Are you? you if you're talking Are you? about women Are you? having pregnancies. Do you believe that the, uh, men can get pregnant? No, I don't think women can get <laughs> so you are denying that trans people like this. Thing. And that leads to violence. Is this how you run your classroom? Are students allowed to question you, Absolutely. or are they also treated like this, where no, you, no, no. they're, they're told that to they're question? opening up people to oh, violence? We have a good time questioning. in my class. You should join. Oh, I bet. You might learn a lot. Wow, I, I would learn a lot. I've learned you, a lot just I know. in this exchange. Absolutely. Extraordinary. Extraordinary. That's right, Senator Hawley. It is extraordinarily transphobic and so violent of you to even question that men could get pregnant. How dare you? Because remember, there's only one thing that we can identify because we want to kill all of them. We don't know what a woman is, but we'll claim to be one. We... Everybody can get pregnant. You know, right now, if I were to engage in the most indecent of acts... I could get pregnant. That's right. Uh-huh. And if you say otherwise, you're so transphobic that you're you're causing violence. Because don't you know, one in five trans people commit suicide? Oh, go dig a hole in your own grave. Jesus. Yeah. My classroom, it's so super nice and friendly. Yeah, because every single one of them has been beaten into submission, or they already agreed with you to begin with. You absolute... Bubonic plague of a human being. My God, this this is your professors. This is this is what we this is what kids go to university. This is a law professor, by the way, and this is this is your this is your laws. God, but what what am, what are we even what am I even doing here anymore? God, if I you know misinformation, what do you mean? Misinformation's already promoted. I I'll just go become a professor at this point. Uh, dinosaur? You're a dinosaur, I guess. I don't care. I'm getting paid a few hundred grand plus a year to be an absolute fucking dumbass. I don't care about this class. Let's just chat. You know, how you all doing today? I'll just give you your degree right now. I don't care. Uh, final test? Ah, what are your guys' pronouns instead? Oh, you're a woman? Well, you already passed my class, lady. You are fine looking. Just gonna need to see if you. Uh, see, this is what I mean. Why would you even bother going to these places? They're just corrupt scumbags who just promote misinformation. Here you go. You know what Fox News and the professors have in common? They both spew the same amount of nonsense. All right, come on. Okay, we have Fox News. Violent video games cause violence. Oh, go clog it. Go do another segment about how good trans kids are and how promoting it's a good idea for the for the people of America. Absolute freaking morons. God.
There's only one article from Fox News in here, and I linked it literally in here because I literally just wanted the clip. That's it. I just wanted the clip. And even then, I could have just went somewhere else to find the clip. And that was just the first one I found the clip from. Yeah, a little bit of spoilers of how this show's made. Welcome. God. I get so riled up about this issue because the idea of basic biology being broken and torn down over one group of people who originally made up about 1.6, like, there was like 0.6% of the population just a few short years ago. You know, we trans identification, or as to be known, people with gender dysphoria, used to be one in every, it's like one in 300,000 people. And now, it's like one in one, it's less than that, it's like one, it's less than one in 100,000. It's becoming super, super, super common, okay? There's been several stories from people, parents around the country saying like, yeah, like, th this entire classroom is all kids who are, are LGBT or trans now. And that should send a panic down everyone's spine. Because these kids... Why are they identifying as any of these things? Why are they thinking about that kind of stuff at this age? Kids can't be kids anymore. All they get to do is just be their little, little freaking deviant confirmers for the deviants in the school. They don't give a rat's ass about your kid. They don't care about teaching them jack shit. I can tell you from personal experience that there are kids in school who are just never meant to go to school. Like, I can tell you this from personal experience. There are kids in school... Like, education should not be free. You wanna know why? Public education should just not exist. Because there are people, or at least be not made mandatory. Because there's some people in school that we'd be better off without being in school. Because there's just people that hold up the class. I would know I was in a public school for the last, you know, what, 12 years of my life? I, I, I would have, you know, if you want to deny my lived experience, I can tell you firsthand that there's people who definitely didn't deserve any rate in education they did nothing they sat there in class they misbehaved and this stems all the way back into like into like middle school but especially in high school there's people in high school that like i was just like dude why are you even showing up here anymore i mean there's literally one guy i know he just stopped showing up at school he hated school so much he just stopped showing up he just didn't go anymore i don't even think he probably ever graduated he just stopped showing up for months before uh before graduation he just stopped showing up. So, it was whatever. So, it, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing, you know? What's funny is, every single student in our school, just a few short years ago, every single student takes a biology class in the school. It's a required class that every kid takes. Biology. Every kid learns biology and then they get out here in the real world, and biology is stomped on the fucking curb like it's a goddamn criminal. Just stomp him on the curb! Da! God, dude, biology is getting, uh, taking more hits with a fucking baseball bat than a goddamn child predator. But it doesn't stop there. It doesn't stop there. The National Women's Law Center president. What? What? What is? What is this? National woman, okay? It says the word woman in it. Maybe she can answer the question. Since you are the president of the National Women's Law Center, I was hoping that you could define what a woman is for us in this committee hearing. Well, as the president of the National Women's Law Center, you can imagine I say woman a lot. 
uh, in my day job. Okay, uh, so I'm just asking I, for the de definition. I'm, so, and, and so what I'll tell you is I am a woman, that's how I identify. Okay. But I wonder, however, if in part the reason that you're asking a question is that you're trying to suggest that people who I am don't simply asking the question and I simply want an answer. I, and so I, I think it's actually really important to be very clear here that there are people who identify as non-binary. I think okay. about All five right. percent we're, we're, of young. We're not going to go there. I was hoping maybe you would. I was hoping that you, maybe you would say something that maybe we learned in. Um, High school biology that has to do with X and Y chromosomes, but uh, which define male and female. But I guess we're not going to get there. Believe me, if you could see a camera of what I look like, I just refuse to use that. Just that. Believe me, I'm saving you guys from my hideous overall appearance. I I'm just letting you know right now. If I could, I would be bashing myself into a fucking wall, a wall. I was literally going up and down just because I wanted to bash my head into the, my desk. It, it's so, it's so, just absolutely, unresponsibly, the most idiotic group of people I have ever fucking seen. My god, I know fucking two-year-olds that are goddamn smarter than these people. You are the president of the National Women's Law Center. You say woman a lot. You should know the definition of the word woman, you absolute honing in freaking absolute moronic jackass. My god, I can't I can't take it anymore, man. If you don't know what a woman is, get out. Get 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 scat. I don't even no, don't talk about those people. I don't want to hear it. I want a definition of the word woman. You hear how he's talking to her? In the very first part, watch. I'll play. I'll play it again. Committee hearing. Well, as the president of Women's Law, since you are the president of this law center, I was hoping that you could define what a woman is for us in this committee hearing. Notice how it, like I imagine that, that sort of sentence framing and the way the tone is coming out, it almost sounds like a kindergarten teacher. Well, you, I mean, you are the, you are one of the brightest in the class. Maybe, you know, you could. Use your knowledge to teach the class today about what, what a woman is. And the kid stands up. Who's been just faking it this whole time for being smart. All they've been doing is they just got a secret tie-in with the school so they know all the stuff. And there's a bit of a secret thing that they didn't put out there. And it's like, uh, um, uh, I don't know. I don't even think they exist. What about these people over here? Say, I know all about those. Uh, no, no, no. I I asked you for you you you've been claimed to be the smart. You've been the smartest kid in my class this whole time. I would figure that you would know some something like this. Uh, that's that's okay. S sit back down. We'll we'll discuss it instead. Like you, you, adults are not adults anymore. They're a bunch of grown fucking children that are less than a month old. Okay, no wonder why. No wonder why. Yeah, yeah, let's, let's keep affirming people. Let's, let's affirm everybody. Uh-huh. We'll affirm everybody, and then we'll disaffirm everybody we don't like. What a bunch of moronic people. You know what? I officially declare that schizophrenic people are good. People with eating disorders, they're good. If you're not affirming them and saying that they're not fat, you're fatphobic now. Okay? 
If you're not affirming the people with schizophrenia, what, you're saying that they shouldn't listen to those voices? How dare you? Just, how dare you take away from, their, from that person in their head who's telling them the truth? How dare you disaffirm them? How dare you give them help for the, for the thing that they have? Okay, if we're going to keep, if we're going to let people who have a mental disorder not get proper treatment and affirm them this hard into their self-belief in who, who they think they are, then all these other things are fantastic. They're great. People with voices in their heads, people with eating disorders in their, people with eating disorders who think they're, who think they're fat, but really they aren't. Clearly they're great too. They're great. They're wonderful. They're they're showing off their truth. If you even try to help them with your thin privilege, ugh, gosh. See, we, I can play the game too. I can join in on your little fun little parade of a game where we dance around, sing kumbaya, and then all commit suicide because we're all sad and depressed because nobody wants to get up and do anything because we're all too busy affirming and saying our little buzzwords and hoping that the next mob doesn't come after us because we all hate, e hate each other because we can't be ever decide on what we want to do with our lives and instead we just affirm and be little fucking deviants everywhere we go because we don't want to do anything. God, such a pathetic people. Leave me. I want to enjoy people. I really do. But when I see all this every day, I realize more and more, people just plain old suck. Okay? We, as a human existence, just, we used to have at least some qualities to us. Okay? You know, as, as the human race, you know, we could all, you know, have our cool languages, cute little quirks about ourselves, you know, and, and then we kind of, you know, kind of, you know, those those got old, and so we needed new new quirks, and we 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 were like, okay, you know, different little fashion senses, different stuff like that, you know, and then it just became the modern era, and then it was like, hey, who are you fucking? Oh, I'm fucking a dude. Whoa, that's wild. What do you call that? Oh, well, I'm what's called a gay, and then that became you know a whole big thing of ew, that's gross, and then over time people were like, hey, this is great, and then like lesbian and fucking. Then there's like bisexual, non-binary, trans, you know, pansexual, you know, you got cuposexual, you got all these different things that follow under umbrellas now, you got a fucking spectrum of shit, and then you're just like, what is going on anymore? And instead of, you know, a nuclear family, it's now a fucking weird family. It's like, well, I got three dads, a few moms all in the house. I don't know what all they do, but they make a ruckus. They make a lot of ruckus with the pots and pans. It's like, what the hell is going on anymore? We are not in a world. We we, we were on a path, and then all of a sudden, whoever was in control fucking took the car, shipped this in a different gear, and just went fucking stomping on the gas in the clown world because we are living with a bunch of clowns. Our elite are clowns. They are nothing but a bunch of clowns that you would go up to at a carnival and ask them for a balloon, and when they give you the balloon, it's not at all what you wanted. Okay, you you wanted just a you wanted to just be able to live your life. Psych, here's fucking nine point one percent of inflation. Fuck you. Screw off. Go go just quit quit being here and go continue being an allyship. Well, you're not an ally. Ah, uh, now you don't even get the balloon, even though you paid for it. I'm not giving you your money back. Screw you. What? You wanted what you want? What? You wanted us to represent you? Ah.
go piss off. You don't got enough money for me to care. What? You want us to... You, you want us to lower, help lower gas prices so that you don't have to pay so much money for gas so that eventually, you know, when the technology gets better, you'll upgrade to an electric car then and hopefully we'll have a better infrastructure and maybe some better sources of renewable energy that aren't, you know, as inefficient but are really, you know, quite efficient that give good reasons for everybody in the world to stop, you know, using fossil fuels so that Oh, okay. That's yeah, that's 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 fine. But instead it's no, you'll do it now. Remember, the human race are the most impatient group of people you'll ever know, okay? They're so impatient cuz remember, if someone were to tell you right now, you know, without thinking about it too hard, oh yeah, you know, you you could lose weight fast over a year. A lot of people or you know would be like, "Hey, you want to, you know, gain some muscle mass?" Like I know a guy all right, he, you know, he wants muscles, you know, he's really skinny, you know, he wanted to gain muscles, and so he was talking about going to the gym and doing workouts, he worked out for a week, and then he just stopped, because he wasn't seeing enough, see, people are very impatient, they want to see things like that, they want to see things in an instant, they don't want to be waiting around for years, why a lot of people are impatient with stuff like the stock market, you've got those that, they can wait the time, but you got a lot of people like, why ain't I making money right now? Come on. All these other people be having, you know, millions come out of the stock market. Why ain't I making millions? Dude, you, you invested like yesterday. Yeah, where my million dollars? You you put in one investment. You, you only have one stock. You're not going to make millions from your one stock. Because this is where we are. We have a human race that if you go up to people, they don't identify, they can't identify as what a woman is. They don't know shit about anything because modern education systems don't teach you jack nothing anymore. You've got people wandering around, wandering around like literal zombies being like, uh, whatever that guy said, I don't know. I don't, see, people just want to be left alone. They want to have to think about these things. They just want to build their ignorant little selves, and that's fine. But then you have, you know, think about it. The major media of our nation is one-sided. Okay, think about this. On the right side of the aisle, there isn't as many, you know, news things as you would be led to believe. It's like, they're so dangerous. They're so dangerous. But then... It's like, guys, you do realize that there's, like, ten of them compared to your fifty that are all on the left. When I see, like, sites that, you know, can, like, claim to put different, uh, different places in, like, the center, I always go, really? Uh, I don't really know if there's much of a center position anymore. But, like... You know, the worldwide, most of the media that people see all around the world is generally from the left side of the aisle, so they only get the left side of the story. So, you know, we got two different sides, all surrounded in echo chambers, all screaming at each other, because we can't get shit done anymore. Because who wants to get shit done anymore? I know, why would we want to? Nothing's gonna change anymore, who cares? Life's great, man. What are you talking about? Economy's good. This is what we get. This is where we lead. What, what are we even? What are we even doing anymore? You know, 
let's just send everybody to space. Get off this planet. You know, we're so concerned about climate change. Let's just pull all the world's money and just everybody leave. You know, everybody gets to go. Everybody gets to go and be in an eternal forever box in fucking space. Screw everyone. Screw everything. Let's just leave it all behind. Blow it all up. And just let's all go to space. Because the aliens sure as hell don't want to meet us. You know, newborn humans sure as hell don't want to meet us. Most of us don't want to meet each other. That's why we only talk to each other online. Because no one would ever want to see each other in public anymore. Because that's just that's just messed up and weird. I don't know who would want to do that. But even this woman talk spreads to the church. The Church of England. There's no official definition of a woman. That's right. A senior bishop at the Church of England said the church has no official definition of a of of a woman. That's right. They they've literally got to find out. They've got to go on a journey to find out who, who 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 what a woman is. What is it? We don't know. We can't figure it out. We we got no idea. This is what we are. Why do we even exist? Who who cares? Who who needs it? Yeah. Come on, guys. Come on. Believe me, I'm. you know, at this point, I'm not even going to call people women at this point. Who cares? Clearly, they don't. You're not a woman. You're an it. You don't exist. What are you talking about? And they'll be like, oh, my God, he's a racing woman. It's like, I'm not a racing woman. You yourselves claim there's no definition for the word woman. If a word does not have a definition or can't be described by words, then it does not exist. And so, according to you, there is no definition of the word woman. Meaning, there's no such thing as the word woman. There is now officially one gender. Congratulations, Church of England. You're doing the Lord's work. Erasing women just one patriarchal step at a time, according to the feminist. It's great. Life is good. Life is great. I don't know what you're talking about. Systematic racism? Never heard of it. Clearly, you guys are wrong. Everything's great. Topia, we live in the greatest societies of all time. Except we need to burn everything down to the ground. But, like, keep affirming us. Please vote for us. We'll, we'll keep burning everything down. And now, for something completely different. So, uh, the UK uh, conservatives might have actually found an actual uh, conservative to be the uh, next... Uh, Prime Minister, and it gets even better. You might be thinking, all right, all right, Jake, I'm thinking about Britain right now, and when I think about Britain, I usually think of whites. Well, what if I told you it's not a white guy? It's, it, we, we're filling up the diversity now. It is a black woman of color. So, uh, yep, the former, uh, Equalities Minister, uh, Kemi Badak, I don't know how to say her last name, I'm really sorry, appears to be emerging as the preferred choice of the small conservative base of the Conservative Party in contest to replace the liberal-minded Boris Johnson as the next Prime Minister. And, uh, yeah, obviously we need a Prime Minister who will push back against diverse ideologies being taught in school, someone who will stand up for the uh, nation of young minds with woke ideas, but racist who's afraid to speak to the truth. What so she has we are against. Let's let's hear what she has to say. You know, I'm I'm always I always like hearing what British people have to say because I like hearing their accents. It's always funny. What we are against is the teaching of contested political ideas as if they are accepted fact. 
We don't do this with communism, we don't do this with socialism, we don't do it with capitalism. And I want to speak about a dangerous trend in race relations that has come far too close to home to my life, and it is the promotion of critical race theory, an ideology that sees my blackness as victimhood and their whiteness as oppression. I want to be absolutely clear, this government stands unequivocally against critical race theory. The, some schools have decided to openly support the anti-capitalist Black Lives Matter group, often fully aware that they have a statutory duty to be politically impartial. Black lives do matter, of course they do. But we know that the Black Lives Matter movement, capital B-L-M, is political. I know this because at the height of the protest, I've been told of white Black Lives Matter protesters calling, and I'm afraid uh, I apologize for saying this word, calling a black armed police officer guarding Downing Street a pet nigger. That is why we do not endorse that movement in, on this side of the house. It is a political movement, and what would be nice would be for members on the opposite side to condemn many of the actions that we see this political movement instead of pretending that it is a completely wholesome uh, anti-racist organization. There is a lot of pernicious stuff that is being pushed, and we stand against that. We do not want to see teachers teaching their white pupils about white privilege and inherited yeah. racial guilt. And let me be clear, any school which teaches these elements of critical race theory as fact, or which promotes partisan political views such as defunding the police without offering a balanced treatment of opposing views is breaking the law. Yeah. I have to say, it sounds, uh, sounds like a great candidate to me. Are you kidding me? I, that sounds, uh, sounds pretty good to me. I gotta say I'm, I'm liking what i'm hearing from that, that right there uh yeah believes in free market limited government and a strong nation she's an act promoter of family values and is not susceptible to woke nonsense her straight talking approach uh, you know what i i, I gotta say it I, I like it uh is the only candidate who can unite the right of the party it's important we don't get another globalist establishment figure leading the country the right should all be behind her to provide a united front against the obvious, uh, obvious candidates. I mean, th honestly, from what I heard, I, I would gladly vote for her. That, that was honestly fantastic. I actually really enjoyed that. You know, she wasn't trying to hide anything. She even was, like, even apologetic to even use the N-word, which, I'm, you know what, I, I'm glad to see because it's a word, if it's bad for people to say, let's just get rid of it. Let's just get rid of it. Why keep bringing up a word that you call, call calls onto your own oppression? Why do that to yourselves? Uh, I mean, making it through the first round of voting uh, amongst MPs on Wednesday, she topped the survey of the Tory party-aligned uh, Telegraph newspaper, appearing to signal strong support among the actual membership of the party, and she's near uh, has routinely come near top in other recent polls, attempting to take the temperature in this race. I mean, come on. This woman is truly, truly the UK UK black black conservative candidate accused of enabling white supremacy, reminiscent of the attacks on former California gubernatorial candidate Larry Elder. Leftist commentary said that her ambition is rooted in enabling white supremacy.
Yeah. No, I honestly, the, she sounds wonderful. What? Uh, come on, I thought we were all for diversity. Of course, it's not the right diversity, so they don't like her. Uh, who spent? She spent her youth in Lagos, Nigeria. So she's basically she's from Africa, uh, before coming back to England. England. So she spent, you know, so she was born in England, moved to Nigeria, and then moved back. She worked. She was Walmart or not Walmart, but McDonald's employee, flipping burgers, uh, cleaning loses. She paid her way through college, earning a degree in engineering. So that her experience defines the values of a free economy rather than the poverty and broken dreams inher inherent in the socialist model. Uh, yeah. you know what? I, I I gotta say I'm liking what I'm hearing. I'm really hoping that the UK conservatives and the United Kingdom people make the UK make the right choice here. Uh, truly, I mean, I hope that they that she gets sworn in as the next prime minister for them, because I know they really don't want to go with the left party over there because of all the anti-Semitism. In their party, so they're not doing so hot. That's why. That's why the why Boris Johnson actually won uh, a while ago. Why he won so overwhelmingly? Because you know he, he you know was meant because no one because a lot of people really didn't want to support the anti-Semitism coming out of uh, of uh, coming out of the out of the left party, and like, I think it's like the Green Party as well. So. But honestly, I, I have to say, I'm liking what I'm hearing. Well, coming back over to the United States of, uh, of America, Hollywood. Okay, Hollywood, you know, it, it hasn't been long, okay? It, it, it hasn't been long. So, Betty White died December 31st, 2021. It is July 7th. It is July 14th, 2021. Or not 2021, but 2022. Well, guess what, guys? Hollywood wasn't making enough money, so they had to dig up a few graves. And by a few graves, I mean, uh, we're reviving the Golden Girls. But instead, we're going to use the original audio and we're making a Golden Girls uh, 3033 uh, the BoJack Horseman director assimilated a pilot to send the Golden Girls to the future. <sighs> Come on, let's make something new, guys. Stop digging up dead people to make more money again, okay? Betty White is a sensation and a treasure that will be forever, you know, forever held in a, the Hall of Fame of Funniest Woman Award, okay? I'm sorry, ladies, but you can't rival... One of the greats, okay? There, there's, there's certainly, you know, a level where when I think of the funniest woman I know, I'm most likely going to have to sit there and think of it for a second until I'll probably just end up saying Betty White because it's Betty White and she's actually funny. Yeah, so uh, for years, Mike Hollingsworth has found creative ways to inject jokes into an anim to animated comedies. Working as the supervising director on BoJack Horseman, as well as Tuka and Birdie and Inside Job, Hollingsworth fills frame after uh, frame with visual humor, with cutaway punchlines and background puns, to silent callbacks and clips written on t-shirts uh, and other stuff. Now he's implying his impressive skill set 
to a cold stone to a cold classic of live action television, The Golden Girls. In Golden Girls 3033, a pilot made to elicit a series order, Hollingsworth reimagined Susan Harris' beloved sitcom and animation, relying on the original scripts and audio as a jumping off point before shaping fresh episodes for a story set more than 1,000 years in the future. Are still They still all share a house in Miami, but it's the year 3033. They discovered the Fountain of Youth, and now Sophia walks around in a hulking body of, of a giant yellow robot and amongst all the colorful changes. So there's an initial episode. I'm not even going to play it because who fucking knows how much I'm going to get copyright claimed. So... He grew. The person grew up watching the Golden Girls. The idea for the series came to him by accident. You mean I was out of ideas? Betty White had died, so a lot of people were looking at you know the Golden Girls, one of her most popular shows. And like, yeah, I can ruin that. Uh, most of the ideas were based around doing what other people wanted. You mean what no one wanted but him? The frustration. I just started coming up with the craziest ideas, like the most ridiculous concepts. I was just riffing in the director's room at BoJack, like. Well, of course, I'm working on a new show. It's the Golden Girls, that, but they found the Fountain of Youth, and they now they're in the future. It made all the directors laugh. So I returned to it conversationally. Yeah, you know why they all laughed? Yeah, they wanted to fucking kick you out of the room for thinking of something so increative. Uncreative. There's nothing here that's creative. You set them in the future, and that's it. Uh, when the pandemic hit, he decided to make the pilot himself. The five-minute episode offers a clear taste of what's to come through future episodes. Uh, would ideally be half-an-hour entries crafted by a full team of professional writers and animators. Hollingsworth also recognizes the sitcom's significance in the gay community. What? What? It's a show about four heterosexual white women. You know what? I'm not going to question it. You know what? Uh, his brother Brian worked on the pilot uh, character design and Hollingsworth hopes to put more LGBTQ in the driver's seat it, it, to, be, to be a ser series. Uh, in the ultimate celebration of material, you said with this concept you're getting the original performances. There are words that Susan Harris wrote to these performances uh, that she oversaw as a director. Uh, outlines for episode freed Hollingsworth to think of how he could embellish the already uh, crackling storylines, the plot pilot alone, including flying robots, craft, uh, grafting a new hand for Dorothy Lunch, and using a in-house food generator to instantly make a dateless dessert for one. Yeah, by the way, a lot of the jokes, I've already seen the clip already. Uh, the only reason I know about this is because I've seen somebody else cover this yesterday, and it just pissed me off because I like Golden Girls a lot. Okay, even as young as I am, I've watched Golden Girls, and I only found out yesterday it was on Hulu, you know, Golden Girls. You can watch it on Hulu, by the way. If you didn't know this, this should be a revolution to all of you. You can watch all seven seasons of The Golden Girls if you have Hulu, and honestly, if you if you do, I truly can't recommend it. Come on. Who doesn't like the Golden Girls, okay? It's a funny sitcom. Even with the laugh track in there, you'll still end up laughing yourself because there's still just jokes that you'll be like, oh, this is great. This is great. And when you transfer some of those jokes over to animation, it doesn't work out well. Seriously, it really doesn't. Yeah. 
Yeah, so the, the thing about this is that the overall goal behind this is that he wants to turn the Golden Girls. Uh, here it is. The show that I'm pitching could just be the getting f beginning for the whole Golden girls averse, Like the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but the Golden Girls. No. No, 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 and no. No. Just no. No. Uh-uh. Mm, I don't think so. I think you could go shove it. Mm. No. You, you, stop ruining things, Hollywood, please, okay? You take everything, and you take it out back, and you shoot it with a shotgun, and the only thing that happens is your shotgun's a piece of shit, because, you know, it's Hollywood, so they just come back with their fucking heads splattered halfway open, just leaking fucking blood and brain guts everywhere, going, Hi, guys, it's the same show! And you're just like, oh, no, what did you do to this one? can't have shit anymore and then you got like a movie like top like freaking top gun maverick comes out of the fucking closet kicks the door down and takes the shotgun to the rest of the shows like Lightyear, and goes wake the fuck up everyone i'm a real show and passes a billion plus dollars and everybody goes and goes what the hell why are we getting that success and then you've got movies like morbius that just get memed into hall hell and you just wonder what is going on in our world anymore. God. No. And first off, why would you want to make a Marvel universe? Have you seen how terrible Marvel movies are now? Seriously? Like, think about this. Why would you go to theaters to see a Marvel movie anymore when you can just sit around like me and just wait for them to come out on Disney Plus? Seriously, I can sit on my ass in this chair and just go, So when does it come out again? Alright, uh, sit back and relax, and just wait for it to come out. That's all you gotta do. So, yeah. Great great job, everyone. Just keep, keep, keep ruining everything. Well, Victoria's woke, uh, Victoria's Secret, you know, they're really going woke nowadays, you know? So they obviously did away with their uh, secret angels, they hired Megan Rapino. they got a transgender model, and, well, to uh, save them uh, some money, they just fired a whopping 160 management-level employees at its Ohio headquarters in an effort to save them $40 million as the sales for the company dropped 4.5% in the recent quarter and of the same period from last year as a decline by 8%. Uh, when we first announced our repositioning, we got a significant amount of mail from people who said that this is terrible, you're scorching the earth, you're spoiling your brand, we love the way it was before, why are you changing it? Victoria's CEO, Martin Waters, said denying the changes hurt the company. Uh, those complaining were described by Waters as mostly men, others who don't subscribe to the values we subscribe to. Well, I'm glad. I hope you do it. Enjoy your your great morals. Of course, you know, they hired uh, the first transgender model in 2019. Uh, the move came after the chief marketing officer who uh, criticized the idea uh, officially had resigned from the company. Uh, of course, they then in 2021 dropped the, uh, dropped the Angels and they started the, the uh, Victoria's Secret Collective 
Fashion is a business of change. It, we must evolve, change to grow. Said in 2019, announcing the end to the uh, fashion, the Angel Fashion Show uh, broadcast. With that in mind, we've decided to rethink the traditional Victoria's Secret fashion show. So they, they so they got Rapino was tapped as one of the women for a new campaign because of her activism and achievements of getting beat by a bunch of ten-year-old boys. Mm -hmm. uh, who, uh, but keep in mind, she has notably slammed the company for being patri patriarchal and sexist. Uh, you know, the marketing was patriarchal, sexist, uh, viewing not just what it meant to be sexy, but what the clothes were trying to accomplish through a male lens, through what men desire. She, she complained to the New York Times and was very much marketed towards younger men and added that the Victoria's Secret Angels were really harmful. But I, I still worked with them instead. But here, here's here's the thing that I don't think this person understands. If you read the comments, you'll even understand it on this as well. But if you think about it, here's the thing. And I've read too many posts on the internet. Like, I mean too many posts on the internet. There are women out there, by the way. I don't know, you know, those things that we don't know exist anymore. You know, a lot of them exist where they know that men are looking at them. And then they go, well, what if I be, you know, they want that attention, so they wear more revealing clothing. So, of course, that's what they marketed after. Women know that they're, that the underwear that Victoria's Secret is selling is sexy, and men will find them more attractive. Bam! It's how you make sales. How you don't make sales is by getting Megan Rapino, You know, a person whose entire team lost to a bunch of teenage boys in a soccer match. You know, the best in the world lose to a bunch of people that are still in middle school. So, you know. Forever a soccer star she is. And for whatever reason, also the proud owner of a Medal of Freedom, if you didn't see that news from last week. <sighs> Sexist? Sure. You know, a company designed at selling women's clothing, or I should say women's uh, garments, would be sexist towards women. The thing that don't exist, according to most likely you and uh, every one of your peers. I'll be selling a product to no one because the people that they're marketing don't exist. Perfect. I'm glad we clear that up. So you guys remember that story that went viral on Twitter and then went you know, and then didn't really, you know, have, uh, you know, any actual, you know, truth behind it. If you don't know what I'm talking about already, uh, you know the rape of a 10-year-old girl who then apparently had to travel across state lines to go get, uh, you know, uh, you know, an abortion? Well, it is real, but why wasn't it reported to the DA and everything? What? The Columbus, the Columbus Dispatch reported on Wednesday the police arrested a 27-year-old undocumented Ohio man uh, after uh, uh, Gerson Fuentes after he confessed to raping a 10-year-old girl, which resulted in pregnancy. The viral story of a girl of a child who needed to seek an abortion out of state was overturned was reportedly vaguely by the Indianapolis Star and was used by a political weapon to go after Republican legislators who advocated for a restriction. Uh, reported glaring issues 
errors and omissions in the reporting, which led to fact checkers by uh, fact checks by multiple news organizations, including Snopes, Washington Post, neither of which could confirm the original claim. The single report by was Dr. Uh, Caitlin Bernard, an activist abortion doctor who was in the media often advocating against abortion restrictions. Bernard refused to clarify whether she had reported the alleged sex crime to the authority, to authorities, leading to a media frenzy, uh, which that peaked on Monday night on Jesse Waters' primetime show, where the Ohio Attorney General Dave said he was unable to find reports, which was ended up actually being a lie. Uh, Yost also refused Bernard's claim that the child had to go to Indiana, saying the situation would have been covered by the emergency exceptions of the Ohio heartbeat law, which technically violates, which is why she went silent. The day after the Attorney General uh, appearance on Fox, the alleged rapist was arrested, so he didn't really technically lie. The rapist was then arrested and confessed to the Columbus police. According to the report, the Franklin County Department of Child Services revealed a report of the incident on June 22nd from the child's mother. It's not known how long it took the DCS to give that report to the police, but the fact that the suspect was not arrested until after the story went viral raises questions. Uh, PJ Media has reached out to both Franklin uh, County DCS and the Columbus Police to ask for confirmation of the report as of Monday. Yost has no knowledge of any reports, and Bernard's refusal to answer media along with the Indianapolis Star reporters and editor refusing to clarify how they vetted the story is still inexplicable and many questions remain. So, yes. Who raped the 10-year-old? Well, it wasn't illegal! Woo! Why? And why was he maybe not arrested at the time? Well, because apparently uh, it's a sanctuary city, so that's why. Couldn't arrest him. Sorry. Screw you. So this, this is what you get. You, you have compassionate border security. You get rapes of 10-year-old girls. There you go. Hope you're happy. There you go. Hope you are happy. Hope you are happy. All right. Well, uh, so, so of course, as you may know, the Showtime stuff of the January 6th stuff is going on. I really haven't cared about it because I just don't care anymore. I was there. I know seen it happen. Seen enough information. I've made my own decisions about it. Clearly a terrible event. Shouldn't have happened, but one of the main notable names to come out of the whole thing was Ray Epps, uh, you know, who, well, he intends to sue everybody who accuses him of working for the authorities. So I'll just say this, Ray Epps, you worked for the authorities, Ray Epps, you worked for the authorities, Ray Epps, you worked for the authorities, Ray Epps, you worked for the authorities. Come at me, bitch. I dare you. I dare you. Make me more famous, you fuckass. Uh, thank you. Uh, anyway... He was the former chapter, uh, chapter leader of the anti-government militia group who was filmed quelling rioters to go to the Capitol and cause violence. Epps told the New York Times that his life has been hell good for the past 10 months. Prominent members of the media have been, of course, you know, saying that he was, you know, part of federal authorities trying to stoke. Yep. 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 So, good. Good. Come at me, bitch. Fucking sue me. Sue me for calling out on who you are, Ray Epps. Dickhead. I just wanted to bring that up so he'd hopefully do it. He probably won't, but... So, you know the whole anti-police movement? Uh, well, this is what it gets you, by the way. This is what that movement gets you. 
Report. 1,000 girls raped, sexually abused because cops feared of being called racist. So for 30 years, police in Telford, England did nothing while 200 men raped and sexually abused 1,000 girls. A new report says that they feared investigating Asian men, meaning Pakistanis and other Muslims, would inflame racial tensions. Indeed, they likely feared being called racist, more than causing what leftists called a black backlash against Muslims. When yet another story of Islamic terror surfaces, an inquiry of the failure of the police to stop the grooming and rape of mostly white English girls began, and the newspaper exposed the, the rape gang in 2018. Children in Telford were brainwashed for years by men who brought them alcohol and cigarettes and what was described as a lover-boy method to sexually exploit them. Muslims operated a rape house, and girls who were much younger and vulnerable were targeted by men who would them, greet them on the street, who might be a taxi or food delivery driver, and persuaded to become their girlfriend. Typically, perpetrators' plan was to meet as many girls as they could, particularly those on the edge of friendship groups who seemed to be craving attention. The men might, uh, the newspaper continued, they might... The men might be starting uh, start by giving the child a lift, buying them fast food, alcohol, cigarettes, and topping their mo topping up their mobile phones, all in a bid to convince the girls that they were in a loving relationship. It's far by the most common method by which children were introduced to sexual exploitation in the town, and what studies have called the boyfriend or lover a boy method. The report said, having done so. The men would encourage the child to become inevitably in sexual activity and establish control. Yeah, this is what it gets you, folks. This is what this is what going around calling all cops racist gets you. Thirty years and over one thousand rapes. What what a what a joy, right? What what a proud joy that gets you. Yes. Being feared of being called racist, so instead you just let rapes go by. Oh, they're raping women, they're all the people. Yeah, yeah, no, we can't arrest them because we don't want to be called racist by you then afterwards. Oh my god, they're being so racist, they're arresting them for no reason. Yes, if I don't do anything, you'll complain that I'm not doing enough to stop the raping of women. Oh my, but, uh, shut up. Okay. This this is this shouldn't be happening. For 30 years, this should not be happening. You know what this should have happened? Day one, gone, locked up, or shot in the head. Okay, we don't need rapists. They're gone. Doom. To the forever box with them. We don't need rapists. Not a fucking gang of 200 rapists. Gosh, no. I think that's very understandable here. I think we all understand that... We don't want these people out. We want them gone. No more compassion. We don't need that kind of stuff. Get that out of here right now. What we need is to get rid of these people. We don't need them. They are a true stain. You can't unteach these people. If there's a whole gang of 200 plus of these guys, and this is what they've been doing for 30 years now, you're not going to change their mind. That is in there, and that is implanted for 30 years. That ain't changing. That isn't going anywhere. They will forever be that way. 
okay? I think that should be very clear to all of us. That if they're like that now, they have been like that for 30 years, they ain't changing, okay? It is the same thing with people who had slaves back in the day. They had slaves for so long, it didn't take, it didn't, you know, they didn't change their minds when the slaves, you know, went away. They didn't stop being racist, they just kept being racist. And it took tons of generations for that to stop and for people to eventually be like, hey, you know, we gotta stop this. And some people clearly never get out of that. So, here we are. But continuing on in Europe, where the stupidity continues, uh, Spain becomes, uh, Spain hits banks and utilities with a windfall tax. Due to the inflation, they're claiming that banks are making too much money, so they put a new tax, so that basically crashed the Spanish stock market. And... Now, you know, the biggest banks have dropped, basically, and now, you know, the they're off basically saying, hey, we need, you know, more funds, more money to build things, we need to be able to provide more stuff to the people, because, you know, I don't know if you know this, but I, the, the, not even just a hit on the people of just Spain, but they are not the most productive people, okay? They take naps during the middle of the day. And they don't go to, like, dinner until it's, like, 8 or 9 o'clock at night. Alright? They have a literal, you know, church that hasn't been, you know, been in the works to be built for well over 200 years. They just got a building permit a few years ago. Okay? They are clearly not going by fast enough with certain things. So, it's wild. Wild to me. Oh, man. Man, oh, man. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a, it's a day. But, of course, you know, the day gets even better when you hear what came out of Joe Biden from, uh, over in, uh, Israel. He he made another gaffe again, but but it's it's funny this time. I, I swear it's funny. Later today, I will once more return to the hollow ground of Yad Vashem to honor six million Jewish lives were stolen in the genocide, and continue, which we must do every every day, continue to bear witness to keep alive the truth and honor of the Holocaust, horror of the Holocaust. Honor those we lost so that we never, ever, ever forget that lesson. Hmm. Honor it, Joe. Okay. He did, of course, try to correct himself, but it still slipped. Honor the Holocaust, Joe. I, uh, bit of a stretch, especially in Israel. Speaking of uh, Israel, though, I just wanted to play that clip because I, I just find it hilarious. He can't do anything, right? Uh, so even uh, the Jews don't want him there, uh, because okay. So several main roads have been or uh, were closed throughout uh, Jerusalem, as well as the deployment of sixteen thousand police officers. Uh, a man. So obviously this caused a lot of you know issues for people in uh, Jerusalem. A man in his mid fifties who wished to remain anonymous described Biden as a fool and said many of the people who 
who knows his view, uh, he knows, view the president the same way. What has he done for the state of Israel that he thinks he needs to come here? He asked rhetorically, uh, with respect to the road closures and the massive deployment, the man said, Biden should have stayed in his basement. That's a good idea. However, he added the security measures would be the same for any visiting head of state and were therefore not objectionable. Biden's visit's not worth it. It's something gets to the point where it requires 16,000 police officers. It's not worth it. This is especially true for Biden's visit, according to the mom of the person, because the president is a poster at best. He's, he visit His visit is just for show. I don't think there's much good that can... Uh, that he can do for Israel. Yeah. So, yeah. Plenty plenty of extra ones in here. Other ones. But, yeah. No, they don't like him either. So, truly, you know, me me and the Jews, we got more in common than I could ever have thought of. You know, they like money. I like money. They don't like Joe Biden. I don't like Joe Biden. I look at them. They look at me. And truly, a friendship blossoms right there. That's all I've got to say. Truly. Well, to end today, a persistent radio, uh, persistent radio signals from galaxy, uh, from a galaxy billions of light years away, were detected by astronomers in uh, at the Massachusetts Institute of Technology and the university throughout both and others. Hmm. Uh, and similar to, uh, or not similar, but universities throughout the U.S. and Canada, the waves are in a regular pattern similar to a heartbeat. Uh, this recently detected signal lasted nearly three seconds, making it a peculiar discovery as it is 1,000 times longer than the normal, uh, than the normal fast radio burst. Uh, when astronomers analyzed the waves within three within the three seconds, they found that this was an evident pattern in which the waves repeated every zero point two seconds. So yeah, the universe is alive, guys! Yay! It's not a cold, desolate thing up there. Maybe there's people out there that I'd actually like to meet. But until then, we'll have to end for today. That is all for today's show. If you did, of course, enjoy, please do subscribe to the program wherever you are listening, of course. And as well, please do, you know, follow over on Truth and Twitter. Please, you know, share this program. I really would appreciate that as well as, as, you know, it's what I want to be able to do. So I really do appreciate those who do, in fact, listen to this show. I really do appreciate it. And I hope you guys all have a good rest of your Thursday. Or, you know, at least something. For anyway, anyway, thank you very so much. And I will see you guys tomorrow for the Friday edition. And then, uh, hopefully, a good long, good week. Weekend. Where we can put the, this week behind us as well. Anyway, I'll see you tomorrow.